the weather looks good for the weekend. And coming up this weekend on Saturday, it's the 31st annual Steeplechase Bike Tour and Walk. It takes two people to tell this story this morning. We're joined by Dan Gerwin from Perception Programs and Victoria Nemirowski from WAME, the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry. Folks, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. Dan, let me start with you. Tell the folks, what is the Steeplechase all about? Well, good morning, and thank you so much for having us. The Steeplechase is a cycling and walking event um, that's held every year. This is the 31st annual event, and it supports three great um, nonprofit agencies in the Eastern Connecticut area, which is what you mentioned, Perception Programs, WAME, and the Wyndham No Free Shelter. And Victoria, people know the Steeplechase for years has been a riding event, but it also is a walk. How do you work a walk into the Steeplechase? Good morning, Wayne. Um, thanks for having us. So the way that we walked to work to walk in was centering the walk in downtown Willimantic. You know, we have a lot of really pretty parks in Willimantic, so our master route creator, Ron Meniza, developed a walking route through those parks in Willimantic. So you go through what like Lauder Park where there's some beautiful community gardens and um, some really cool stuff to see there, plus a lot of other parks that you might not even have heard about. I don't have the route in front of me, but it's a beautiful five-mile walk through downtown Willimantic. And you've got a number of routes for folks to choose from if they want to do their pedaling around, including a brand-new 18-mile route. Where does that one go? That route goes through the airline trail. So it starts here in Willimantic, and it goes out um, pretty close to the into Hampton, actually, to where Goodwin Park is in Hampton. So, um, And then it turns around and comes back. So it's a really nice off-road route for folks who don't want to um, deal with pedestrians and any kind of traffic. And um, we're hoping that we're going to get a lot of folks signing up for that one this year. That's just one of many routes, though. Tell me about the other routes you've got on Saturday's steeplechase. We have the uh, 18 that you mentioned. We have a 20-mile road route, a 35-mile road route, and a 62.5-mile road route, which is also 100 kilometers or a metric century. How do people register or sign up for Saturday's event? They can go to bikereg.com and search for the steeplechase bike tour. Um, and we offer uh, a couple different options to sign up there, and you can select a route. Victoria, just touch on the importance of this event as a charity fundraiser. How, for example, does it help the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry? Oh, it's a very, very important fundraiser for us. It's actually our biggest fundraiser, especially when you add in the match that we get from the Jeffrey P. Austin Family Foundation. Um, so we're, you know, we're hoping to walk away with anywhere between forty and fifty thousand dollars for this particular uh, fundraiser. So that's huge. Um, and for us this year, the great demand seems to be for rental assistance. So I believe that um, a large percentage of the funds that we get in is going to go towards that, um, and it will also help pay some of our operating, our staffing expenses. Dan, same question for you. You're with Perception Programs. How important is this event for Perception Programs? 
I don't think we have enough time to cover all the, the funding woes in, in nonprofit uh, agencies, but it, it's critical. Um, you know, we're constantly uh, advocating for different social services to get the support that we need. Um, even coming off the pandemic still, people have such a need in mental health care, basic needs, substance use. So uh, the fundraising, fundraising really lets us, um, uh, you know, take that and, and to really invest it into areas that we need um, to serve, um, you know, the folks here, our neighbors in, in uh, eastern Connecticut. I think a lot of people listening have an idea what the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry is, a local association of churches and synagogues. But give a little thought Dan, as far as the various programs, the wide-ranging programs that Perception Programs offers and the services they provide to our community. Sure. We offer a wide range of mental health and substance use services, anything from outpatient therapy, case management, harm reduction and testing, um, pretty much any, uh, any needs that people have related to their behavioral health or mental health care and well-being uh, we can help to address. So the event is coming up on Saturday. People can ride, people can walk, and, Victoria, people can take part virtually. How does that work? Well, that's what I'm going to be doing this year, Wayne. So basically, that just means that I get to pick my own route at my own time and do it at my own leisure. And it's part of the steeplechase because I'm registered and I'm raising funds for the event, um, but from people who are supporting my virtual ride. So it's just basically doing a ride, but doing it um, at your leisure. You don't quite get the same cardio workout, though, Victoria. Of course I do. I pick the hardest ride that there is in the area. (laughs) So just talk me through that concept. Number one, was that something that began because of the pandemic and even though we're still in a pandemic, we're a little better off than we were a year or two ago at this time, that it was such a popular option that you've decided to keep it, even though there's more people now getting back on the bike trails? You hit the nail on the head, Wayne. That's exactly what happened. We didn't want to cancel steeplechase, so we, um, the first year during the pandemic, that's what we did, and we got a lot of, um, we were surprised by the amount of people that responded to that concept. So we figured it was something that, like for me, I wouldn't be able to participate in Steeplechase because I'm going to be working at Steeplechase. So now I have the opportunity to do both, and I think a lot of other people appreciate the opportunity to do their run or their ride or their walk when they are able to and still support our wonderful community. All right, Victoria, let me clarify what you just said there. It sounds to me, I don't know this for sure, but it sounds to me what you're saying is that you don't necessarily have to do the virtual aspect of this while people are out there on the actual roads and trails riding their bicycles. You can do it Friday. You can do it Sunday. You can do it whenever you want. So that is how you do it virtually, even though you'll be working during the actual event. That's right, Wayne. Exactly. Now, pay me a picture of what you see on your screen if you're doing it virtually. Let me guess. Pedal and Ron. Ron Maniza went out with like a GoPro or something on his head, and so you see what he saw when he was setting up the trail that you'll be doing virtually. Is that how it works? Unfortunately, Wayne, we're not that high tech quite yet. The virtual piece of it just means that we're we're actually doing the ride. It's really not a virtual ride. Um, we're, we're physically doing it, and we're just seeing the same things that we don't have any high tech associated with it. It's just a ride at a different time um, so that everybody can 
can participate. I don't know where the virtual actually came in. Dan, do you? I think it was just, um, it, that's kind of a, a more common term of um, doing it outside, you know, the, the confines of the traditional um, the event itself. So another reason that we have it is people will say, you know, uh, I'm out, I'm out of town on that Saturday. I'm sorry, I can't make it. So same idea. They'll say a week before, I'll still do my ride. I'll do my 50 miles or whatever. You know, they're an avid cyclist, um, so they're sort of virtually participating, um, and um, but not, you know, not there physically on that day. I put nothing past our friend Ron Meniza. Pedal and Ron will find out a way to put images on the screen at some point down the road. And, Dan, there's another significant change as far as the 31st steeplechase, and that is the location. Tell me about that. It is, and we're very excited about that. The brand-new Wyndham Community Center on Jailson Square um, and Valley Street um, just opened this year. And uh, as far as I know, we're going to be one of the first large events held there. Uh, so we're very excited. It's a beautiful new new facility, and it's right located near um, all of our programs. So um, we really get to showcase the good work that we're doing. People could put eyes right on um, the areas that where we are and where we serve. Um, so we're very excited and, and grateful for the opportunity to, to use that facility. Why is this called a steeplechase? <laughs> okay, um, because it, the rest stops are generally in faith uh, in faith communities in churches or synagogues so and here in new england many of our churches have beautiful steeples so the the idea is that folks are riding from steeple to steeple chasing those steeples down and those rest stops are um usually staffed or are staffed by folks from those congregations and they provide amazing refreshments and snacks and, you know, maybe a little story or a tour of the of the church if anybody's interested, um, and just nice break along the way of the, especially the long routes. Those, those churches come in very, very handy. So that's how it got the name Steeple Chase. And speaking of faith, tell me the role that Faith and Ed Austin have played over the years in the Steeple Chase bike tour. Um, well, you know, Ed was one of the founders of Steeplechase, and he and his wife were a team. They did pretty much everything together. So uh, this is going to be our first year. Ed passed away in June, um, so it'll be our first year without Ed with us. But um, he and Faith were just amazing contributors to the community. Faith would usually uh, be one of the volunteers at the Holy Cow rest stop. She used to bake some incredible uh, energy bars that was a, that still is, I think, a secret recipe of hers. And Ed pretty much did everything. He painted roots with us. He helped us with pick up re, um, all of our food and refreshments. He really got the word out. He visited all of the rest stops and made sure everybody had what they wanted. And he also um, headed the SAG wagon program. And the SAG wagon is something that makes, I think, the steeplechase very unique because all of our routes are supported at least until 3 p.m. when we shut it down. And um, the SAG wagons go out. They're out there on the road in case anybody breaks down, gets a flat tire, gets injured. We have somebody out there, one, two, three, and getting that person the help that they need. So Ed was a huge part of that. I want to back up to Faith's rest stop 
the Holy Cow Rest Stop. It's right there on Bassett's Bridge Road, pasture of a friend's home. Uh, be a bit more specific, Victoria, and explain why that rest stop was, well, unique. Well, because it is part of the Holy Cow Shelter. <laughs> it's actually on the property of our friend David Stearns, and um, he has been associated with the steeplechase for a long time as well, and we'd always used his property as a rest stop. So Ed and his family had the idea of building an actual steeple at, on that stop, and Dave was amenable to the idea. So that's what they did. They built a, a nice little landing spot, um, you can always see cows and different kinds of animals while you're there. Uh, it's a beautiful space. They always dress it up and do something really special for steeplechase. Um, and it's just a fun spot. And it's about, what, maybe 10 miles or less outside of the uh, outside of Willimantic, the beginning and end of the of the. Line. No, I've seen it. It's it's clever, it's cute, and it's a special place on the Steeplechase Bike Tour, which over its history has raised close to $2 million to help fund its beneficiaries' important work. Dan, what's the role of corporate sponsors? And drop a few names in if you want. Very important. Um, you know, that uh, a big part of what we do is uh, the corporate sponsorships, the fundraising, and the, the actual participants that register to participate. Uh, those are sort of the three arms that we look at um, supporting the event, and we couldn't do this without uh, our partners. Um, Victoria mentioned the Austin Foundation, which matches uh, all the donations that come in, which makes an incredible difference. Um, and we've had a number of partners, Eversource Energy, um, Rad Computing, um, Home Selling Team. Uh, if you go on the Steeplechase website, steeplechase.org, you can see a full list of all of our awesome sponsors. Um, I love to name them all, but Please, I encourage everyone to go check them out and, and thank them for supporting us. At this point, are you still looking for corporate sponsors? I'm guessing if somebody called, you wouldn't say no. Well, they uh, the, sh the T-shirts are ordered and in, so unfortunately they would, they've missed the cutoff for that, but we'll never say no. So if there's anybody out there who wants to support us this year, certainly give me a call or consider for next year, too. This is a big event, not just for the local area, but I'm assuming that you get people that come from a long way away to take place in this. Can you give me a story about someone or how far away people come to the steeplechase? We do. Uh, it's primarily in Connecticut, but um, when I say that, too, we get up people all the way down from Fairfield County and western Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, uh, New Jersey, and we've even had people come all the way from California um, because this is both, you know, it's a local fundraiser, but it's also a cycling event. Um, and so it's well known within the cycling community. And we, I've had someone tell me that it's perfectly situated between two other large events. Um, so the timing of our, our, our event, they really like to come in and, and sort of use it as a, a, a prep for their next big event. Recap again what the timetable is for this Saturday, August 20th, and how the timing works out for people to go off on the steeplechase. Sure. So uh, registration is from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m., and uh, we encourage folks, you know, if they want to get going early to go on the earlier side, uh, and you can go as soon as you check in with us. If you're pre-registered, it's a really quick process. Just let us know you're there. Uh, we do also accept day, in, day of walk-ins. And, um, and we'll be posting times uh, by the end of tomorrow for a whole schedule for um, when different activities will be available. We'll have uh, music and entertainment and food and, and everything else to support everyone. 
And again, this year's event will start and end at the brand new Wyndham Community Center at Jilson Square. And the event has beautiful cycling and walking routes that wind through the country roads of Wyndham and surrounding towns, including a brand new 18-mile trail route to explore and celebrate the gorgeous rail trail system. They've got the classic 20-mile road route, almost as old as the event, goes through the low-traffic back roads of South Wyndham, Wyndham Center, Chaplin, North Wyndham, Mansfield, and Willimantic. The beloved 35-mile road route is back. The half-century road route covers 62.5 miles of eastern Connecticut back roads and is one of the most beautiful rides in the state with sweeping views and challenging hills. And a newly designed 5-mile ride-slash-walk takes participants through nine Willimantic parks and gardens and will showcase the community's rural beauty. It's the 31st steeplechase. Really nice story by Lori Riley in the current couple days ago, which really highlights the role that Faith and Ed Austin have played in getting this set up. And it's all taking place on Saturday, August the 20th. Dan, Victoria, hope you have a great weather day for that, and thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, Wayne. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Dan Gerwin from Perception Programs, Victoria Nemirowski from the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.